David Nockman is with me. He's the founder and managing attorney at NPZ Law. Namaste, David. Welcome. Namaste, Adab, Satsreya Kol, and Kem Cho to you, Vijaya, and to all our listeners today. Thank you, David. Thank you. So, David, I hear from my human resource professional friends that there have been some changes in the employment eligibility verification. That's the Form I-9 uh, recently. Can you tell us a little about that? Absolutely, Vijaya, and it's a great question and certainly cutting edge. This is, uh, this is a very hot area, and what happened was on August 1st, the government announced uh, what appear to be some of the most significant and aggressive changes to the employment eligibility verification area in 20 years. Wow. And so uh, one of them, so for our listeners who may not be familiar with what employment eligibility verification is, uh, it is the area what I refer to as the precipice between employment law and immigration law, because it's really where employers are required in the United States to document the eligibility for individuals to work. Mm -hmm. So um, on August 1st, there was something for everyone. There was something for employers. There was something for employees. Probably the most interesting. Now, this all harkens from a statute that's called the Immigration Reform and Control Act that was passed back under President Reagan in 1986. And under that statute, basically it says that it is illegal in the United States for employers to knowingly hire or retain unauthorized workers. Uh -huh. So what that did is it developed a form called an I-9 form, which has been around uh, since 1986, been around for a long time. And in that document, um, there is a requirement that employees uh, prove that they are authorized to work. So they have to show information and documentation to that effect. Mm -hmm. So some of the changes that uh, were announced on August 1st, which are interesting to the I-9 form, is that Section 1 and 2 were, were reduced into one section, which goes back to about 15 years ago, what we saw was that it was one section. They also moved the preparers and translators section to a supplement A. So now there's a supplement A. Um, they also moved the Section 3 re-verification section to a Supplement B form, mm -hmm. and they also removed language regarding alien authorized to work, and they replaced it with something uh, that says uh, non-citizens authorized to work. Uh -huh. okay. And they also removed the requirement for employers to put N by A in the uh, blank uh, spaces. So mm -hmm. that makes things just a little bit easier for employers. Um, and it also added a checkbox for a new, um, uh, a new type of alternate way to verify the work authorization of your remote employees by checking a box to say that you're going to use this new methodology. And we remind our employer clients that they need to be enrolled in the E-Verify program, which um, my staff is used to me referring to as the I-9 process on steroids. But what essentially it is, is it's a, a database that taps into information from the USCIS as well as information from the Social Security Administration. Uh -huh. Now, what's really important about what's going on here is that it is anticipated among the people who are studying this avidly that we're going to have a lot more audits and yeah. we're going to have a lot more investigations mm -hmm. by various administrative agencies such as the Department of Labor, 
the USCIS, Immigration Customs Enforcement, and a part of the U.S. Department of Justice called the IER, the Immigrant Employee Rights Organization. Mm -hmm. And what I can tell you, Vijaya, which is really interesting, we've already received numerous calls from organizations that have received letters from the Department of Justice alleging that uh, individuals in their organizations have committed a form of discrimination on the basis of citizenship and nationality by asking for more or different documents than those listed on the I-9 form. Uh So this is going to be a hotbed. It's something that uh, we're going to start to hear a lot more about. Obviously, we're going to keep our listeners tuned in to what's going on in this area as it percolates. And uh, already, uh, you know, one of the things that you'll see in the news is that SpaceX just got hit with one of these audits, and so did Microsoft recently. Wow, okay. Very, very significant fine. So Mm -hmm. unfortunately, no one is immune. Nobody is immune and thank you for that exhaustive explanation and I'm sure you're going to keep us current on all that's happening and, uh, you know, keep us updated. And thank you, David. Providing counsel to companies and individuals worldwide on complex U.S. and Canadian immigration nationality issues. That's NPZ Law Group. They're just a phone call away. Call them at 201 670 